Hello, beautiful friends and listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Forest Fire Rising, a safe space to talk about life, the universe, nature, and being our best and most authentic selves. I am your host. My name is Shauna, and I am so, so, so grateful to have you back for a fourth episode. Um, I am really excited and proud of myself for getting to even episode four. It feels more consistent now and I feel like I'm getting better and have already improved a lot of this since the first episode. So I am just happy we're all still here and so happy how this is going. Um, I hope everyone is having a great week so far whenever you might be listening to this. Um, I have been having a very productive and a good few weeks. Like 2024 has been pretty good for me. I feel like I've really been able to get a grip on my schedule and just do things and not think so much about everything I have to do. Um, So I've had lots of time for art. I've got a few collaborations and giveaways in the works that I'm super excited for. So stay tuned for those. Just keep an eye on my personal and my business Instagram pages for updates. Um, Those are in the show description. You can find where I sell wire wrapped crystals and a lot of beaded jewelry and visual art as well. Um, But yeah, you can find all my info there if you're interested in checking my art out. Um, I had a super fun weekend this weekend. Um, We went out to a rave. We saw Subtronics and... I'm just always so, so glad to be in that festival rave space. Like, the community is just so good. And Subtronics was my first rave almost a year ago, and I'm just so glad I got into going. I always wanted to go, but I was just so intimidated (laughs) by just the people and the space. But I'm so glad I decided to just do it, because I've met so many incredible people, and I found so many new opportunities to just share my art and my energy and it's just this is just my reminder to you guys that you should always do what aligns and try new things like if you can't stop thinking about doing something if you can't stop thinking about trying something if you're constantly thinking about something and you just want it so bad it's because future you already has it so if something is calling to you if something is aligning to you go for it Go out and get it because future you already has it. That's why you want it so bad. Um, But yeah, that is just my little story from the weekend. I'm always reminded how glad I am that I decided to start going to shows and stuff like that. Um, But now for today's episode, this is something I am so excited about. And I'm also super nervous about doing this episode because... I love this topic so much and it's just such a big topic that I want to do it justice. Um, Today we are going to be talking about my journey with non-toxic living and holistic health. Um, I'll talk about how I got started, reasons why it's important, and I'm also going to give some tips on how to get started as well as answering a few questions that I got from y'all when I asked what you wanted to know about this on Instagram. Um, I have been on my holistic health journey for quite a long time, I would say. Um, I got into it like when I was pretty young. Um, I'd say I've always been interested in living a healthier, more natural way. And obviously now I know 
it's no secret, especially in America, that our food, healthcare, body care, and home care products are full of super shitty and disruptive chemicals and things that cause way more harm than good. I don't even, that's not even a conspiracy at this point. Like, our food and our products, especially in America, so bad for us and not not helping us at all. Um, and so it's really up to us to research this alternative lifestyle and alternative medicine so that we know better and are able to do better for our bodies. And I think this is so important. That's why I want to share. Um, I know we live in a symptom-based system. Um, we're being overly prescribed treatments that really only put a band-aid on our symptoms and we're treating symptoms instead of trying to get to the roots, the root causes of our ailments. And we aren't making lifestyle changes that are needed that can drastically improve or even cure us. I am just gonna do the disclaimer right away because I just want y'all to know right away, I'm not anti anti-medicine or doctors. If you do need to go to the doctor and you need real modern medicine, you should have it and you don't need to feel shame for it because you need it. Like, obviously our advancements in medicine and technology have been amazing for us. Like, we're able to live longer and cure bigger diseases and stuff now, but I'm talking about making lifestyle changes to live your best actually and not always be putting a band-aid on something like if you have tummy issues you could be taking vitamins or herbs instead of going to the doctor and probably just being prescribed like an anti-nausea that just covers the symptoms of whatever is going on um but before i get too deep let's do our card pull for the episode I am using the same deck that I used last episode, the Animal Apothecary deck by Kara Elizabeth. A super funky animal themed deck with super cool art. I love it so much. Okay, so I pulled the Raven, which the keyword is Master Manifester. And, you know, I fully believe in my Oracle and Tarot decks and I trust them 100%, but I sometimes am just so blown away at how perfect these cards are fitting for the episode themes. So we have Master Manifester. Raven's Medicine says when you honor all aspects of your being, you become whole. Wholeness equates to self-love and your wholeness supercharges your magnetism to attract and create. When you befriend the painful parts of your personality, you will find they are the ones that hold the secret that allow you to fully step into your purpose. Um, wholeness, um, I think is such a theme with holistic health. Like that is what it's in the word whole, holistic health. Um, and we really are going to be talking about the importance of honoring all aspects of your health and balancing all aspects of your health um, as it pertains to holistic living and cleaner living. Um, so yeah, that's our card. It's perfect. The Raven Master Manifester. Okay, what is holistic health? 
Holistic health is the practice of comprehensive health care. By definition, um, this approach to health takes into consideration emotional, physical, social, spiritual components of health. So everything. Um, mental health as well. Like this is all connected. It's all about interconnectedness and realizing that you have to balance all parts of yourself and that it all all plays a part in your overall how good you feel. Um, so the root holism means all parts of all parts are interconnected and it presses the importance of studying a being as a whole and not just focusing on the symptom that someone experiences. So people that are into holistic health will deeply consider the ways that body, mind, spirit, relationship, and the spaces we are in all exist and they all are manifesting and shaping how good we feel, how healthy we are, and our overall well-being. So physical needs like sleep, nutrition is huge, movement is all a part of it. Um, for mental health, are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting enough stimulation during the day? Are you allowing yourself to be creative and expressing yourself authentically? Um, spiritual needs, are you currently feeling connected? Are you feeling a sense of fulfillment as far as spirituality and spiritual needs go? Um, community, um, do you have friends that you talk to? Do you go out? Um, friends and family, relationships, all important to our overall health um, and as well as culture. Are you connected to your ancestors? Are you feeling a sense of belonging? All of these things are considered when we talk about holistic health because holistic health is a lifestyle and not a treatment for one symptom or issue. It directly challenges Western medicine pretty much where they will just give you a prescription to cover up your symptom. They'll give you a sleeping pill instead of telling you to take magnesium at night because that's just the way we live. And like I said, I don't even think it's a conspiracy at this point that they are just trying to make a bunch of money and they want us to stay sick and they are against us. Um, but like I said before, if you do need an important medicine or an important treatment from a doctor, or you need antibiotics for real, that's fine. You should go get that. Um, but you also should be living healthy and taking care of yourself as well as doing preventative measures to keep yourself from needing the doctor so much. Um, you want to keep your body balanced so that you are sleeping well. You want to eat well so that you are feeling good. Um, love yourself enough to choose to know better and do better. This is about what choosing to do what's healthier and embrace all aspects of living. Um, I've said it a million times on this show already, but life is supposed to be fun, peaceful, and aligned. And aligning with your body is the best way, the best way to sustainably live healthy. Um, we're in a society that wants to see us sick, 
the way things that are set up right now are deliberately disregarding our well-being and our bodies are meant to heal themselves our bodies are so so incredible our brains are incredible and when you love yourself enough to nourish your body with enough sleep nourishing food movement use safe and beneficial products and take the time to learn natural and holistic approaches we can work with nature to embrace our power and feel our best um when we feel our best, the things we can accomplish and the opportunities and goodness that we are capable of manifesting are incredible. When you feel good from the inside out, when deep down you feel good, you're able to focus on growing. You're able to focus on your goals because you're not constantly tired. You're not constantly feeling bad. So just making this choice to love yourself to f enough to feel good is huge. It's huge. I was drawn towards holistic health and clean living from a pretty young age. I remember I would get magazines and sometimes they would have like DIY skincare masks and stuff in them. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, I've always just been a very active, active person. I love sports and moving. So being healthy was just a big part of that as well. But the thing that really pushed me toward this lifestyle was Growing up and seeing people around me always sick and unhappy and unwell. Um, I was raised in a pretty toxic household and I was constantly exposed to anger, fighting, addiction, other sickness and illnesses. Um, and seeing people treat themselves so badly and seeing how negatively it impacted them just was, it affected me a lot because I knew from a young age that I do not want to be like that. I want to take care of myself and feel good. I want to be happy and whatever. Um, but when I'm ready, I'll probably get deeper into that in another episode because I do think it's so important to share that part of my story with y'all, but when I'm ready, when I'm ready for that. But a lot of it was just super low vibrational and not in a way that was healthy at all. And these adults that I was always around were just so clearly and deeply hurting and not taking care of themselves. And I just saw how they were forced to live so negatively all the time. And I was just constantly watching them be the victim instead of making positive changes that could completely turn their life around. So it was made pretty clear to me that I did not want that way of life and I truly think that my knowledge, my interest in healthy living and the passion that I have for self-care and feeling good are a part of my spiritual journey and a part of my journey in healing generational trauma. Um, and just part of my purpose here is that I want to create a healthy relationship with myself, food, my emotions, and also my circumstances so that I can show how incredible adopting a cleaner lifestyle can be to others, to you guys, to future generations of my own, to future generations all the time. Like I just want, I think it is part of my purpose to show people how good you can feel when you take care of yourself. Um, so that is what really pushed me to be interested in holistic health 
and self-care. Um, and if you are interested in making some changes in your life, I highly recommend getting a journal to document your journey and also take notes. You can write down recipes and you can see patterns. Um, it's really important to be able to be able to document so that you can see patterns. Um, and that is how you're going to know what changes are working, what changes might not work, because not everything works for everybody. Not every wellness tip, habit, or craze works for everybody. You know, like, not everybody can drink kombucha. Not everybody can eat a vegan diet. Stuff like that. Um, so it's really important to have this notebook to write down and see your patterns. Um, a lot of people are interested in holistic health because they have some sort of sickness or ailment. So if that's you, or if it's not you, if you're just interested for whatever, go to the store, get a notebook, write down your symptoms, pay attention to your emotions, how you're feeling that day, um, where you might be in your menstrual cycle, write it all down. Write down what you ate, if you exercised, think about everything. Health and body is a whole. Um, I have a notebook where I have loads of body care recipes. I don't really rely on my notebook that much anymore because I have been into this journey for so long that I am really intuitive and I know the concepts really well. So I do not look at my notebook as often as I used to, but that's part of the notebook. It helps you get to that point. Um, so I have a tons of body care recipes, herbal, re herbal remedies, and recipes, and where I look for patterns in my mood, motivation, um, ADHD patterns, and this notebook will just help you get to a place of being so in tune with your body that you're going to trust your abilities and trust, trust the nourishment you give it. Um, that's how I've been able to figure out the right sleep schedule, diet, supplements that help my ADHD, as well as track fitness goals, and both both these things are extremely unique to me. So if you want to ask about ADHD or fitness goals, my DMs are open, but I probably won't ever cover them in depth on Forest Fire Rising just because I want you all to do your own research and know how important it is to listen to your own body. Probably the biggest factor in our health is our nutrition. You are totally what you eat and it directly correlates to how good you feel and the illnesses in your body. Food is what your body uses for energy, it's what your body uses to heal, and the quality of the food that you're putting in your body is just so important. Um, obviously, you don't have to eat healthy all the time. You should be giving yourself a treat every now and then and following your cravings if you really are wanting something. but. It is so important to really be mindful of what you're eating. Um, so pay attention to any foods that make you feel sick. Get your journal. Write down what you're eating. So you can see if you are having an issue, what, what food might be causing you to have that issue. And overall, just eating less processed foods, eating seasonally. Um, in episode two of the show, 
I talk more about eating seasonally, but that is just eating more fresh fruit and vegetables in the summer and more root vegetables and more soups and stews in the winter and more light meals in the springtime. That is what eating seasonally is. Usually if you go to the grocery store and they have stuff on sale, they do their weekly sales, what they have on sale is typically what is in season. That's what I have noticed that they'll put obviously because they have more of it and it's stuff is cheaper when it's in season because it's easier to get um so buying out of season just is not as good for your health not as good for your wallet so yeah eat as seasonally as possible as local as possible that is how you are gonna ensure that you are getting good nutritious food um pay attention to what makes you feel sick um eat whole foods as much as you can and this means less processed food. This means cooking your food. Um, processed foods are just becoming more and more apparent in our daily life. Um, like you go to the grocery store and things that seem healthy, even like granola bars have so many ingredients in them. And it's just so bad. We need to be eating whole foods. When you go to the grocery store, buy ingredients. Um, don't buy like packaged meals. It's ends up being cheaper. It ends up stretching your groceries further. Um, and it's so bad that these processed foods are so common because we're just having so many, so many illnesses that are just getting worse and the foods just keep getting worse and worse, um, especially in America. If you feel like going down that rabbit hole of looking at our our food compared to other countries, um, it's pretty bad. Um, but anyway, you can avoid some of this by buying ingredients. Um, what I do is keep basics in my house. Um, let's see. Somebody asked me about talking about how to eat clean while saving money. So I'm going to get into that right now. Um, so when I go grocery shopping, I buy ingredients and I've already accepted that I have to cook. Like I have the meals that I like making and a lot of meals that I have on my ideal list of meals just are ingredients. And these are ingredients that I often have around the house. Um, so buy in bulk when you can. Um, Check your local health food store um, or wherever you think you might be able to find bulk food and buy all your dry stuff. Like I buy oats, rice, beans, quinoa, grains, sugar, all in bulk. And I think it ends up saving me money to do it that way. And if it's not saving me money, it is very close to if I was going to buy it at the grocery store. But one thing is if I go to the health food store, it ends up being organic and I go there, I get what I need there, and that isn't the only thing I buy from the health food store. I'm not there to buy fancy organic everything because I just can't afford that. Um, but yeah, buy in bulk, and if you can't buy in bulk, still buy dry goods. Buy your rice and your beans dry, and keep all these basics in your house. So like if I want to make a meal, I either have rice or quinoa or pasta, I know I have it. And then I have things like pasta sauce. Those are basics that I keep in the house or beans that I could add to some rice. And then also, um, 
oats and seeds can add a lot of nutrition and protein and you can get those in bulk. But yeah, buy as much dried stuff as you can, buy in bulk as much as you can, and you'll always have these basics at your house. And frozen fruits and veggies are just fine um, if you're not able to keep up with buying fresh produce every week. Um, we go about every two weeks and I pick up fresh, fresh produce, but I also keep frozen fruit and vegetables in my freezer because I want to know that I'm able to make a meal. Like I could just throw together some pasta and pasta sauce and veggies on the side or lentils and rice and veggies and make a sauce with condiments in my fridge. Um, but yeah, keep basics. Frozen fruit and vegetables are just fine. Um, some people say that frozen fruit and vegetables are less nutritious, but that's really not true because fruits and vegetables degrade over time and lose their nutrition. So if it gets frozen right away, it's actually keeping a lot of that nutrition that you would get if you did not freeze it right away. So frozen vegetables and fruits are just healthy, just, just fine and healthy. But yeah, to summarize, you have to cook your food Make a list based on what meals you might be wanting to make. Buy ingredients that you can make a whole bunch of different meals out of. Um, also, eating less meat if you can learn to like legumes or beans as a replacement sometimes so you're not adding meat to every meal because that can definitely get expensive. Um, and I've talked about it before, but I have a discount store in my town where I'm able to get groceries pretty cheap and it has been a lifesaver for me. So maybe you have that around you or if you need to go to the food shelf, there's no shame in that either. You can a lot of times get produce and decent bread there. Um, also, bread is really easy to make if you don't know. I know sourdough is like super hype right now, but bread is super easy to make if you are willing to just learn how. Um, I make like one loaf of bread a week and a couple ingredients. I know exactly what I'm eating. Um, I don't get the preservatives and stuff that is in store-bought bread and honestly store-bought everything. So I really mean it. Cook everything. Cook as much stuff as you can from the littlest ingredients possible. Um, and that is how you can start to eat clean and how you can save a lot of money trying to eat clean. Um, let's see, one more thing I just wanted to touch on was gut health. So gut health is so important if you're not aware of that. Um, that has also become pretty popular recently, focusing on our gut health. So your gut breaks down your food and it absorbs your nutrients. So you obviously want this to be done optimally, which is why you should be uh, focusing on your gut health or at least being mindful of it. Um, current research shows from like as early as not that long ago, 2023, the gut affects literally every part of our body. It can affect our skin, our immune system, acne, fatigue, obviously digestive issues. But yeah, you want all the food we just talked about eating, all the yummy nutritious food that we're gonna get now that we are buying ingredients and cooking, we want that to be absorbed good. So which is why we should be focusing on our gut as well. Um, so gut health, you probably think of probiotics, which you can buy a probiotic if you want, but you don't have to, because they're expensive. And you don't need them if you are eating 
fermented food and fiber. So fermented food would be like kombucha, sauerkraut, um, fermented vegetables, um, miso, sourdough bread, yogurt, those are all fermented foods and they will give you a good dose of prebiotics and probiotics, which are the good bacteria that live in your gut. So that's the good bacteria and so easy. It's really easy to learn how to ferment. Um, I have a kombucha video up on my Instagram that you could look for. Otherwise, super sauerkraut is so easy. Um, sourdough bread takes some work, but you can learn. It's super easy and it can be super inexpensive to get fermented foods in your diet. Um, and also just eating less processed foods. Like this is all gonna overlap a little bit because it's just all interconnected and all important. So if you are eating too much processed foods, if you're drinking too much alcohol, or if you've been prescribed antibiotics or just have overall tummy trouble, you might wanna focus on your gut because like I said, it affects everything. And they even say that it affects our mental health recently. And I definitely believe it because so much of your immune system is in the gut and that's just how we get our nourishment. Um, but yeah, nutrition, gut health, amazing. Amazing for us to focus on. Um, and it might seem like a lot of work and a lot of steps, but taking care of yourself is worth it. And that brings me to the next step. Take care of yourself like you would a child. Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for caring for because you are. Children are super in tune with their needs and we get conditioned out of this and we are taught that everything else has to get done before we tend to ourselves and like you wouldn't let your child eat junk food for every meal or you wouldn't want your child to be stuck in an angry mood for too long so why would you let yourself do that? You wouldn't want your child to miss out on sleep, so why would you do that to yourself? Um, and this can take a lot of work, like a lot of work, because some people get so conditioned to not take care of themselves. Like, you might even have to go to therapy and do just a lot of work to do this, but it is so important when you learn to put your own needs first, and this process is so deeply rooted in self-love, and it's just, so important. You need to treat yourself like somebody that you are responsible for taking care of. And the self-love comes with the power of entrusting your body to do what's good for you. Your body almost always knows what to do and it's always doing its best for you. Our bodies don't want us to be sick. They don't want us to feel bad. Your body wants to feel good and it's always doing its absolute best to create perfect health. And we are part of nature and our bodies are, what they're doing is in tune with the perfection that is nature. It's always headed toward making us better. And so our bodies love us. Our body would just literally do anything for us. So we should really return the favor and be preventative and be healthy and care about what we're doing. Um, and also changing your vocabulary puts more trust in your body. Um, the mind does not know the difference between real and fake. It does not know if you are telling it a lie or not a lie, but a visualization. It doesn't know if you're visualizing or if it's real. 
So we need to change our vocabulary and start using positive words and affirmations so you can trick your brain and raise your vibration. You're not sick, you're healing, you're not bad at something, you're learning, you are not behind, you're still discovering. Our words have so much power and we don't even realize how much we can change just by just by using our words. Like if you start to say something bad, go, never mind, I didn't mean that. I am positive instead. Um, literally, if you start to have a negative thought, nope, don't have time for that. Obviously, healthily process all emotions, but really changing your vocabulary helps you manifest, helps you get in, on track staying good with your motivation and helps you start to love yourself and your body and give it the care that it deserves. And part of giving ourselves the care that we deserve and stepping into our power and using our words, we also have the power to remove toxic substances, toxic people, and things from our lives. This includes people, situations, and our household products, which I know so many of you have wanted me to share more about in the recent times. Um, so the products, that on, the products that we find in the store, the products that are on our shelves are poison and honestly the sooner you realize that the better because like I said before they are not for us. They don't care about what they're putting in their stuff because they just want to make money and hundreds, hundreds of consumer products contain one or more chemicals linked to diseases and they're major endocrine disruptors and they are just fucking our bodies up bad. Like the skin is the biggest organ and we are putting toxic substances on it and it basically goes right into our bloodstream so fast getting absorbed into the skin and learning to find alternatives to these products is a huge step and it might seem super intimidating but i highly recommend taking a look at the ingredients on what you're using and checking out what what's really in your stuff cleaning products hair products skincare lotion it's all pretty bad and there are cheaper healthier things you can do to replace all this stuff. It is just finding out where to start and finding out what the best options for you are. And that is where your journal, again, is gonna come into play. Use your journal, um, write down recipes, try one recipe at a time. Um, I started making the switch, let's see, like five, no, more than five seven seven years ago I think I really started to switch all of my products and that was because I was enticed by essential oils and I was a big part of the essential oil craze um which honestly consumed my interest for a while but that is something with my ADHD when I get interested in something it's all I care about for a little bit um but it really jump-started me into my non-toxic living journey um, was using essential oils and learning all the different recipes that I could use with essential oils. And I still use some essential oils, but definitely not as many as I used to start, um, just because essential oils are super concentrated. And like, like 
hundreds of pounds go into just making like one bottle sometimes hundreds of pounds of herbs just go into one bottle of oil and that's a lot that's so concentrated and I don't know if it's exactly sustainable if I'm able to use the herb so I've tried to focus more on fresh herbs and bulk herbs that I'm able to buy um, but like I said I still love essential oils and use them quite a bit but I'm not as into them but that is what really started me on my journey of learning of learning DIY and more clean products um, somebody asked me about essential oils and recipes without them um, so that's my recommendation is to look for herbs like make herb infused oil um, most recipes can be made with or without essential oils. Um, so the more you practice these DIY recipes, the more you'll get more familiar. Like you'll learn what happens when you add too much beeswax or when you use different carrier oils. Um, also use your journal to um, research your skin and your hair type. So like write down any symptoms you might have, like if you have dry skin or brittle hair, and you can do some research to see if you should use avocado or almond oil in your recipe. And the more you practice, the more familiar you'll become with concepts, and eventually you'll really be able to modify and create recipes without having to do that much research. And this is really what helped me learn and get a feel for homemade products. So like now I know how to make a skin serum, I know how to make a balm with herbal infused oil. Um, I know how to make a bunch of different kinds of teas and that just all came with practice and you just start and I am going to try to put some books in this episode description so that you guys have a place to start um, but you could just start with a google search to start learning how to make DIY stuff. Um, like so many things we use can be made with just a few ingredients. Like you can use castile soap for a bunch of different cleaning, a bunch of different body care. Um, coconut oil can be used for mouthwash and lotion and tons of other stuff. Um, there's so many different carrier oils, olive oil, avocado oil, um, shea butter, mango butter, so many different ingredients. And if you just keep a few of these things at home, you almost always have the ingredients you need to make something like baking soda, Epsom salts, um, great for making bath salts, um, beeswax, great for making balms and other stuff. Um, you can use vinegar for cleaning. Um, and if you're not wanting to learn DIY, there are plenty of clean brands out there. I recommend downloading the environmental working group app where you can look up any product and it'll tell you a rating on how bad it might be. And that is how you can get a good feel for the products you're using. Um, also, I got really into herbalism and I would use my journal and I'd research each herb. I'd get familiar with it. I also recommend getting familiar with herbs in your area. I also will put some recommendations in the description of some herbalism books. Um, but a lot of times I use the herbs that I get in bulk um, and 
you don't have to have a ton. You don't need everything. You can just get a few. Start with a few. Start by researching lavender and peppermint. What can those do medicinally for you? Lavender can relax you. Peppermint is good for a tummy ache. Lavender you can infuse in an oil for a really good skin serum. Um, you can infuse it in coconut oil for a really good lotion. Um, lots of different things like that. Just research herbs, get familiar with it, and go from there. And starting to use plants as medicine, like rosemary and peppermint for a headache, ginger for nausea and immunity. Um, get in the habit of looking up herbs for whatever you might be, for whatever you might be uh, experiencing. Get in the habit of looking that up. Get in the habit of writing in your journal. Um, and obviously, I'm going to say it again, if you need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. Um, this is just about relying less on a band-aid and over-the-counter and prescription medicine. So like overuse of Tylenol when you could use peppermint tea to get rid of a little headache. Um, or even like people use Tylenol to uh, lessen a fever. Our bodies give us a fever to help fight infection. Our bodies heat up to kill whatever is making us sick. So if your fever is not that high, you should trust your body and let your body try to heal itself. Um, and this is just getting into little habits of trying to look for the alternative. Um, but once you get far into this journey, it will be like second nature. You won't even have to think about it. Um, and it just seems so, I know it seems so overwhelming at first, but you will get better at it the more you practice. Um, your body is just meant to heal. Um, your body is meant to heal and it is so important to trust your body. Even like antibiotics and other medicines are overprescribed, birth control is overprescribed. Somebody asked me on Instagram about this and I'm just gonna briefly go over this because I do not want to discourage anybody who might really need to rely on uh, Western contraceptives from doing it, but your body does what it's meant to do. So constantly stopping, stopping what your body is meant to do, I just don't see how that can be good. How that constantly it's telling your body, no, don't do this, when that's basically what our bodies are programmed for. Um, I just don't think this is, can be good and we don't know the longevity and the super long-term effects and there's just so many bad side effects. Poor mental health, just feeling crappy all the time. Um, yeah, so I recommend getting in tune with your body, tracking your cycle, and not using birth control. Getting off birth control made me feel a thousand times better. Like I, it literally made me so depressed and so uncomfortable all the time. And getting off of it was such a good decision. And that was another factor that really pushed me into my holistic health journey was making that choice to not do that to my body. Um, but yeah, that is all I'm gonna say about that. Um, detoxing also means people. You cannot thrive in a stressful environment. If you are constantly in survival mode, you can't focus on growing or being the best version of you. Like I'm sure you know like the hierarchy of needs. The first one is feeling safe. If you do not feel safe, you are not gonna be able to grow, 
to your full potential. You are not going to be able to just climb and focus on you. And this is totally part of the emotional and mental health that encompasses our health as a whole. If you are constantly dealing with stress and anxiety, it is just not, not going to be well for you. Like when I, before my journey of holistic health and before my healing journey and before I really started quote unquote doing the work, I would throw up all the time for no reason. I would just get sick. And I didn't know it at the time, but now I know that that was because of such bad anxiety and depression and just constantly being anxious that something bad was going to happen. Um, I just couldn't focus on anything else. If you are living in survival mode, your body is just focused on surviving. Um, if you're not able to fully take care of yourself and you're just trying to get through every day, your physical health is going to suffer because of your mental and emotional health because it is all so connected. And now I know that I felt like shit all the time because I was just so anxious. I was in survival mode. I didn't feel safe. I never knew if it was going to be a good day or a bad day. And I'm just so grateful for the knowledge now. Um, but yeah, if you're living in survival mode, that's all your body's focused on. Um... If your mental health is bad, that's what your body is going to focus on, just getting through every day. And so your physical health will suffer. And it's just a reminder that everything is connected and that we have to nurture all parts of ourselves. And at the time, I was just not feeling heard, not able to get help. And now I'm glad that I have the knowledge and resources and ability to work on myself in that way so that overall I feel a lot better. And it's just a reminder that how connected everything is and how important it is to focus on each part of your health and not just the symptom or the one thing that is bothering you. Everything is connected. Everything is part of the whole you. Um, so if you're stuck somewhere, um, I highly suggest you try to change your situation and choose people and situations that are for you and not against you. And remember, keep changing your vocabulary. Talk positive. Um, there's always going to be people who don't support you. Um, but remember who you are. Remember why you wanted to embark on this journey. And like I said earlier, know better, do better make decisions that are positive and aligned for you. And everything that I have said so far might seem super overwhelming, but I promise if you take it one day at a time, you can do it. The goodness you will feel in your body, mind, and spirit will just be so life-changing. You will wish you started sooner. Um, so I have some more tips for just starting this journey. Um, so my first tip is habit stacking, which is where you replace one behavior with another so it's not as overwhelming. So like, if you want to get better sleep, you could replace scrolling on your phone before bed with reading, or you could replace it with a meditation. Um, you could replace your afternoon soda with an adrenal cocktail or a kombucha instead of pop. Um, you could try, if you are somebody that takes a lot of ibuprofen. Try to grab a tea instead. Um, it's just a habit of not overwhelming yourself by doing it one thing at a time. Um, 
also swapping one product at a time it is fine and much less wasteful to finish what you're using if you need it if you need to finish what you're using you should do that like i said less less uh less waste and it also makes it easier when you are using your journal to try to figure out what products are working best for you so if you replace everything at once and you have a bad reaction or something happens you are going to have a hard time knowing how your body and you're reacting to it and so always 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 please use your journal just to see what new products and how new habits are affecting you because like i said not every wellness idea or protocol is going to work for everybody and it's also pretty easy to get stuck in extremism so just listen to your body um don't feel like you have to eat healthy all the time like i still go out to taco bell i still eat ice cream like have a treat every once in a while like i still go out like i said at the beginning of the episode i went to a rave i drank alcohol like i don't deprive myself of everything um so i just don't fall into extremes so just listen to your body know that you don't have to be perfect all the time and that is why this is a lifestyle change this is sustainable like you do not go crazy because you want to go out to fast food or because you want to get your favorite processed snack or candy it's a lifestyle change you can have it once every once in a while when you want it as long as you're not being ridiculous about it because that would also not be sustainable um be mindful of extremism be mindful of toxic positivity and love and light people that tell you that you have to be good all the time because that is not true and that is just not nice to put that pressure on yourself um and my last my last little tip is find joy in your life life is supposed to be good use your journal write down things that make you happy write down gratitude gratitude journal um, if you are constantly finding joy, you want to do better for yourself. You want to do better for your goals and you know how good life is and you want to be the best version of you for it. So just soak up all the goodness. Always look for the good. Do things you love. Don't do things you dislike um, and just find joy. Find joy in your life. So to wrap up, you're all doing great and I'm so proud of you just for listening to this episode and even being interested in changing your habits for the better. Um, you can go as fast or as slow as you want in this journey. Nutrition is everything. Care about what you put into your body, but don't be obsessive. Focus on healthy habits, healthy life ch lifestyle changes, and not trying to do everything at once. And just remember your body wants to feel good. Your body is always taking care of you, so you should take care of it. Um, and my challenge to you this week is to be aware of how you speak to yourself this week and do one journal entry with the prompt of getting more in tune with your body. Be mindful, sit down, do a little meditation, think about how you're feeling, think about what you did today, what felt good, what didn't, and that's what I want you to do. That's where I want you to start um, by being in tune with your body and being mindful. Um, but I love you all so, so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or week. And thank you so, so much for hanging out with me. Bye.